money problems, I'm sorry Ain't no money problems ever stop me I just treated praying like a hobby And then I prosper to God's speed and it got me Money, money, power, I need checks in every Back to another episode of Prosper to Godspeed. It is your host, Godspeed. I hope y'all are doing good. Um, I just want to start us off with a short prayer like we always do. Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for always keeping us safe and 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 keeping us away from things that aren't good for us, Lord Jesus. And thank you for the passions and the, the purpose that you instilled in all of us, Lord Jesus. And I pray that everybody takes some time to realize what that passion is. What the purpose is in life, Lord Jesus, in your darling son Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hope y'all are doing good. You know, it's always it's always refreshing to put the turn the mic on and and, and get back to uh, something that I, I love doing because it's you know it's just easy. It's really easy to get distracted. You know, it's really easy to get distracted, and and not all distractions are bad. You know, some distractions you just it just kind of takes you uh, some time to adjust to it and get get used to it um i know for me you know getting ready to start another job uh my career job um, which is school counseling so get ready to start that and i'm getting ready to to you know leave fedex behind um i you know i i feel like god put me at fedex for a reason and I think my reason for being at FedEx was it, it also it helped me get in uh, some shape, helped me lose some weight um, a little faster. Uh, but it kind of teaching me, I take it as like teaching me, you know, how to work hard and, and, and work hard when no one's watching. But also like my punctuality is something that I've always like tried to improve, try to work on, like. I'll be honest, like, I'm not the, the best, uh, I'm not the best, I'm not the most punctual person, but I try to, uh, I, I try to work on it. I, I know that it's a, that's somewhat of a weakness of mine, and I'm trying to improve, and I feel like being placed at, at, at that place, getting up so early, and still trying to do stuff throughout the day, like, go to the gym, podcast, YouTube, all that, I, I feel like God put me there for a reason, so, but, but, but I, I feel like that that part of my life is coming to a close uh, really soon, and um, I'm not sad about it because it's not the most efficient place. And but I, I, I try to take take the good with the bad, and um, and hope that whatever I was supposed to learn that that I learned um, in Jesus' name. Okay, okay. But uh, I just want to talk briefly about having a relationship with God having a relationship with Christ. Like I know we live in 2021 and you know, spirituality is, is, um, I feel like a little bit more popular now than it was like when I was a teenager. Cause a lot of teens are, you know, changing their names, calling themselves moon, calling themselves crescent moon, all that type of stuff. So they're, they're they are, they're very spiritual. A lot of people are very spiritual these days, but I, I feel like a lot of people don't, have a relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, again, I'm not, uh, 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 holier than thou. I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect Christian. None of that stuff. I would never get up here on his mic and act like I am. But one thing that I do know that I am doing is that I am trying to actively build a relationship with, with Christ, with God. Um, 
And I feel like it's so important to like talk about it because that is a part of prosper to God's be like it's it's spirituality. Um for me that's being a follower of Christ, not religion, but a relationship with Christ and 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 trying to understand his will, his purpose for my life and and walking in his will and purpose for my life. And I'm trying to get a lot of people to understand that because anybody can be spiritual, you know, and I'm I'm not knocking uh, like religion or anything like that, because I, I you know, I, I was raised a Southern Baptist in Mississippi. So, you know, growing up in Mississippi, going to a Southern Baptist church, two Southern Baptist churches, uh, churches, uh, to be exact, you know, my, my, my dad and my stepmom and then my mom and my stepdad, but growing up and just over time and being exposed to things at, at, at college, it's just like, you know, I don't know if religion is right per se you know what i'm saying like i don't know if it's right to classify myself as a baptist or to classify you know myself as a catholic or whatever the case may be only because like i feel like religion is i'm not gonna call it a prison but it's like a box it's like you do stuff inside of a religion you do stuff because your religion says to do it you know a lot of stuff like if you and that's why one thing my wife and I we're doing we're we're our goal my goal for our for for my family is for us to read the Bible all the way through you know what I'm saying like you know we skip a few chapters inside of books just because they start naming a bunch of names but for the most part I want us to you know read the Bible all the way through and just see for ourselves the stories and things in there because a lot of stuff in religion is is is. I'm not. It's not twisted, but it's changed to fit uh, the person who maybe created it, or whatever the case may be. But besides that, like even if you are a religious person and you you follow a religion, I still think that's I still think that's better than not following anything. You know what I'm saying? Like we live in a time where like it's easy to it's easy to like follow the in crowd. It's easy to be a part of something but why be a part of something when you can be a part of something that that resembles hope that teaches hope that teaches belief that that can save your soul because people i don't know if people think about it but you know a few times throughout the week maybe even throughout the day i think about like man one day my my essence my soul is gonna leave this physical being like this physical body, like one day that's going to happen. I don't know when, I don't know the time. I would hope that it's a long time from now, but you, you just never know. But like one of my things, I try to remind myself each day is just like, I want to be closer to, to Christ. Like I want to have a relationship with God. And what does that entail? Like, I think a lot of people who, who, who don't like follow Christianity or have a relationship with God. I'm not even going to say, uh, Christianity, like I, I guess that's that's sort of a religion too. I guess, in a sense, I'm just gonna say a follower of Christ. I think that's the best term, like a follower of Christ. <clears throat> when when as a follower of Christ, um, it's like I think a lot of people think when they become a a Christian, follower of Christ or whatever, build, start building a relationship with God. That everything's gonna be peachy, like everything's gonna be good. You're not gonna have problems. You're not gonna stress, worry about things. And I think that's just 
so wrong. And I don't know who tells people, who just warn people like, hey, you know, oftentimes when you decide to follow Christ, you know, the devil starts to attack you a little more. So, you know, be, be, be weary, stay, stay prayed up, stay faithful to God. And a lot of this stuff is not like easy. You know what I'm saying? It, over time, you just learn how to follow Christ, like how to, how to, you understand like it's a relationship thing. It's not a religion thing. You know what I'm saying? So, so, but at the same time, you can't be out here. I feel like and a lot of us do this. You can't be out there like, um, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but you like not practicing, you know, what God words is. Like I, I'll be the first to say like, I'm one of them people and I'm, that's something I'm working on being better at. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm working on being, you know, trying to be a better follower of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like it, when my time comes, I want God to look at me and say, Jesus to look at me and say, good job. Welcome. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what I'm, that's what I, I want to live my life for. Like I, I still want to, you know, be successful. I kind of, I want to be well off. I want to be able to retire early and all that stuff. True enough. But what the thing that matters most to me is God saying at the end of my life that I did good and I'm I'm welcoming the kingdom or whatever. That's what I want to do. And I, and I, and I want to encourage you if you don't feel like you have a relationship with God, like I want to encourage you to start by just praying. Like, even if you feel like you haven't prayed or talked to God in a while, you could just be like, just be yourself when you pray. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, we <laughs> growing up in Southern Baptist church, you hear, hearing people pray, like they, they would like ramble and go on and on. And as I got older, I realized like that might not be the most effective way to pray. Because when I was praying, started to pray and I would just start rambling. It's like, I would like sometimes just kind of say the same thing over and over while I'm praying. Like, I feel like it's better to just be who you are in prayer. Like I wouldn't be going into your prayer cussing or anything like God, WTF, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but just be who you are, like be who you are. Talk to God the way that you would talk to a friend. Um, and, and just be honest with him. Tell him what you want. Tell him what you need. And and God hears, you know what I'm saying? Like building a relationship with God starts with prayer and, and it's good to be a part of uh, a church community or something like that too. And I know that, you know, we live in an age where a lot of people don't believe in the church community because of, you know, how, you know, twisted church congregations or the people running the churches may be, you know, stealing money, um, cheating on their wives, husbands. So that's a touchy subject too. But I would advise you to find a church that you like. You know, find your church that you like. Watch them go to the service, whatever. The church that my wife and I, that we that we uh, like is actually stationed in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So we just watch the live stream every Sunday on YouTube, you know. It, 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 it will be beneficial. It is beneficial to be there, you know, whatever, but it's in Tulsa, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but we still get in our, our, our soul filled with, you know, Holy Spirit with the word. And I think once a person has a relationship with God or starts to build a relationship with God, the things of this world 
wouldn't bother you as much. Would wouldn't bother them as much. You know what I'm saying? Like worrying about where the next such and such is gonna come from. Um, don't get me wrong. Being a follower of Christ, like some like a lot of the times I still get stressed sometimes. Sometimes I worry. But I'm reminded that like I I you know, I serve the most high God and that He gonna provide my, you know, every my every need, you know what I'm saying? And it's so true. Like it sounds so cliche, but it's so true, y'all. And I and I just I I I just hope that whoever listens to this, y'all understand. Like you don't have to be perfect to to allow Jesus in your life. Like you don't have to be perfect to 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 for that to happen. Like Jesus take you as you are. I mean, but when you make that commitment, um, like start actively trying to be. A better person, do things, think differently, speak differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to change who you are, but I would say like, work on your actions. If you're doing something that's not good for you or somebody else, like you, you change that. If you're saying stuff that's not good for you or somebody else, you know, change that. And it, it just, it would just do you a lot of good. Whoever listened to this and you feel like, you know, you you need. Uh, you need an answer. You need something like it just would do you good to start working on that relationship with, with, with Jesus, with God. I really don't know what else is more does more to say. Like, again, like I said a few minutes ago, like I have my days where I stress, I worry, I beat myself up, I question things, but God is good, man. Like God is good. God is good. Your yes, your faith will be tested. You will go through trials and 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 things where you have to lean on God more than you lean on yourself. And that's how God, you know, you never understand God, but I feel like that's something most people who follow Christ, I feel like that's what most people understand is like God wants you to lean on him. Like stop worrying about all this stuff yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you worrying about all this stuff yourself when you can just practice giving it to God. Let him take, let him hold that burden. You know, he's the most powerful, the, you know, high up. There's nothing he can't do. But a lot of a lot of times we don't allow God to do what he do. And that's when he do what he do, he show up and he show out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just something you have to work on. But... When you start to work on it, it it's going to come natural. Like, it's going to come natural, man. Um, if you need help, I mean, you can reach out to me. Excuse me. You can reach out to me. We could chop it up. Whatever. Um, you can, you can, there's apps, like the Bible app, which is the most popular, just the Bible app. And it's probably, it's probably the most popular Bible app out there. But that app has uh, devotions. And it is it it has more stuff, but I only use it for devotions and into into uh in Bible plans, you know what I'm saying? So I use that. Like I do a, a different devotion every time I finish. So I'm married, I'm I'm a s i am still consider myself a newlywed, myself and my wife, even though we're three years married, but there's devotions on being a husband, being a better wife, being a better father. Uh, finances, um, stress. There's tons of plans on stress, worry, fear, all that. Like all the the stuff we 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 beat ourselves up about, being fearful, having anxiety, being scared, not trusting God, all that type of stuff. 
It's a bunch of devotions on there, and I just would advise you to start reading them. All you have to do is just search plan, read the description. If it sounds like something you like, check it out. And you can even read these plans with friends. So, And then they're, they're different links. So not all plans are the same amount of days. So you have a 10-day plan. You might have a 3-day plan. You might have a 4-day plan. You know what I'm saying? The minimum you're going to get is 3, I believe, uh, 3 days, um, I think. So just just try that out, and I I just I just speak I speak positivity. Whoever listen to this podcast right now, I speak positivity into your life. I speak um, prosperity. I, I speak hope. I speak uh, wellness, better health, whatever it is, whatever it is you need. I speak it right now to you, and I just pray, and then I ask that you know you start building a relationship with God. Focus on that. If you focus on your relationship with God and start to understand some of the principles, some of the things in the Bible, life, I'm not going to say it's going to come easy, but a lot of this stuff, it won't matter, and you will understand how to navigate through life better. I wish I could just tell y'all just the story of how I end up at where I'm like where I'm currently at. And, and I signed my uh, counselor contract uh, last week and it has the salary on there and I had already knew what the salary was at least I thought but when I get the contract I see that the salary is about two two thousand dollars more than what I thought a year and I'm just like man this is this is a blessing you know like this is a legit blessing and and I guess I can give y'all like the summary real quick like Gradual when I graduated when I when I was a, uh, my last year in my grad program, I was doing my internship, and I was a uh, intern counselor, and it, while doing it, I, I got scared. You know, I was scared. I was just like, I don't know if I can do this for for a career. Like, I don't know if I can do this. Like the paperwork, sure, I can do the paperwork, but what if I get a kid who's not receptive to what I'm speaking to them? So I got scared, and my first job. It was on the Navy base. Like, I, I didn't, like, actively pursue that job, but my, my wife's aunt uh, worked on the Navy base, and the, the director of the youth child youth program, they, you know, she was just like, hey, there's a job opening. My wife had already got a job, so we were going to be moving to Goodport regardless. So I was like, okay, I need to get a job too. So bada boom, bada bing, that, like, that, that, that worked out. I got that job, started immediately. It was a great job. I, loved, I was a team coordinator, so I was over the team center on the Navy base and, you know, with the kids, setting up programs, taking them on field trips and stuff. Still, in, like, in the realm of what a counselor would do, just not the school side, for, like, for, for, for the most part. More recreational. Um, like an like a upscale boys and girls club. So, I was doing that, and then... Like, I ran into, like, some confusion on, like, a certain assignment. And it had been, like, words through the grapevine that they were going to be making budget cuts for the next year or whatever, cutting positions or whatever. So it just happens that I make a mistake on, like, a, a project or something that I was needing help with. And uh, so I end up losing that job. I end up losing that job. And... You know, just I really feel like at the time at that job, I just wasn't 
set up with what I needed. My my position, from what I understand, was uh, a first-time position. It was the first time they had a team coordinator. And a lot of the times I was, like, I was idle because I didn't know what I was supposed to do. You know, I didn't know what to do. And, you know, the director himself even said, you know, I didn't want to micro, macro, micromanage you, so I just wanted to let you do, let you do what you do. But at the same time, uh, sir, you know, this is a new position. So it didn't work out. I ended up losing that job. And then I went uh, that time. It, it was a... It was a tough time, you know. It was, it wasn't really tough, but it was a different time, you know. My wife was, she was the only one working. I was personal training still. Uh, we went, I went like eight months without a job. I lost a job in November, and then I didn't get a job again to like May of twenty nineteen. So, and then I, I ended up working at AT and T. So I'm like, oh, but this is the thing. In, in between that, I should have been like, okay, I, I'm finna be a counselor. Let me, let me, let me, let me go get a job where I got my degree in, right? No, I was just like, no, nah, I'm still not being a counselor. I'm still not gonna be a counselor. I'm not ready for that smoke. I don't want it. So I'm just gonna find another job. Let me go, cause, cause you know, in Mississippi, educators aren't really paid that well, you know, unless you have like a whole bunch of years. And then of course you, you might make some decent money. And depending on your position, if you're a principal or something, or a superintendent, like, so I, I, you know, I played into all that, man. I was, I was worried about money, all of that. So I had some friends that I knew that worked at AT and T, and I end up getting that job, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, commission, and hourly, and other bonuses. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm finna be at AT and T. But in the meantime, I was like, I'm working on my entrepreneurship. But I was just like, you know, AT&T going to be a good job. You know what I'm saying? The current manager was really cool. Still speak to him to this day. The current manager before the actual manager now. But I, I was, I was, I was, um, I really liked him. And I was just like, okay. And then the, the place was cool. You know, I'm like, cool. You know, not really laid back but because it's, it's sales. But at the same time, it was he was he was cool. The atmosphere was cool. He leaves. And we get another manager. And he he's cool, too. But as a manager, I don't, he he wasn't the manager for me as a manager. Uh, as a person, cool. But as a manager, nah. Uh, and it just it went downhill after that. Like the the work atmosphere changed. I was I was stressed every day at work. I was worried about my job performance every day because we were getting beat upside the heads about making sales, closing sales. It was horrible. So, and because of the work environment that I feel that was created and I didn't want to be a part of, but I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to quit without having, I didn't want to quit without having something lined up. I, I, like, end up calling out, you know, a little too much, I guess. Even, you know, they're on the point system. At that, at that particular job, you're on the point system. Now, Side note, there's a lot of people, you get eight points. There's a lot of people that were working there that had well over eight points. I'm talking 18, 20, 25, 30 points, you know, and they still had their jobs. I'm not trying to make excuses, but, you know, it was a, I, I was a little salty about that because I had like, I think 10 points and like two of them, when, once you get a point, 
like check this out, y'all. You get a point for calling out, whether it's an emergency or whatever, you get a point. So I had two points that was getting ready to roll off like in the next week or so before I was let go. And, you know, manager called me in the office on my lunch break and was like, hey, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, they say you got too many points. You know, we, you know, you've been terminated effectively, effective, immediate. I'm like, what? Right now? And he was like, yeah. You know, he turned in all your stuff. And I'm like, I really didn't put up a much of a fight because, y'all, when I tell y'all I was, um, I was tired. I was drained. I was, I was kind of happy. I was like, like, I, I felt like I was supposed to be sad, but I was just like, oh, okay. Because I feel like God knew that if I if that, if that I wasn't let go, I probably never would have quit and, and stepped into what I feel like God is calling me to do with part of my life. And that's being, being a counselor slash mentor for the next generation and the generations after that. Like, I would have never did that and end up losing that job. And this time around, like... My wife, you know, she was, you know, she was, we're both growing as husband and and wife. And the first time, uh, you know, she was a little shaky, you know what I'm saying? But the second time, you know, my wife was really supportive. And because she was so supportive, I was able to understand, like, okay, I have all that I need. So my wife, one of her, you know, uh, coworkers, an older lady um, in the school district was like, had a job opening for like an IT, IT tech person or something like that. So I applied to that job and they interviewed me. And then the lady saw that I had a counselor degree. Now, remind you, this is IT with, with the school district. She saw that I had a counselor dis, uh, degree and she was like, look, I know you want this job. But she was like, I, I feel like you would do much better. And, you know, the schools need you, whatever. You know, you, you're a black male. You know, you need you're needed for these these black the little black boys, um, in in school district in school system. So I was like, okay. But I was just like I like wanted her to give me the job and I work on all that. But she didn't give me the job. Um, instead, she you know I told her why I was had been procrastinating so much. I told her I was scared and also I don't fare well with standardized tests and. In Mississippi, you got to take, uh, unless you had a high enough score on something, you had to take the Praxis 1, and then you had to take the Praxis 2, uh, which is the test that's geared towards whatever you're going in. So she said because of the pandemic, uh, the Mississippi school board was waiving tests. I knew that, but I thought it was only for teachers, not everybody. So once she clarified to me that it was for Everybody, you know, I did, she told me what I needed to do. I did what I needed to do. I ended up getting my license without taking a test. I ended up getting my license, a five-year educator license. I was just like, whoa. I just got my license without even doing anything but sending in my transcripts. That's all. And, y'all, I tell you, and then I, I uh, so I, then it was just waiting for, um, I did DoorDash for a little bit. Then it was waiting for, schools to post the jobs for the upcoming the next year so around february march they started posting jobs boom 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 boom, boom. <laughs> man i'm telling you this this might be like a 40 my 40 minute episode but i they end up posting jobs 
and my wife's like, babe, there's a job here, there's a job here, and I'm like, okay, cool, um, and I like to call my wife my, like, my, my, uh, agent, you know, because I'm a big sports guy, and all athletes have agents, so I like to call my wife my agent because she makes sure, she makes sure that I need to do what I need to do in the way that I need to do it, so I was just like, okay, did you, did you apply for it, did you save it, whatever, she was like, no, I was like, cool, <laughs> I was like, cool. I do it when I get to the crib. So I applied to all these jobs. I end up, well, not all. It wasn't like a lot. It was like two. It was Diaberville. Oh, Diaberville happened way before the schools started posting. Uh, I had a friend guy uh, from Mississippi State who was a counselor at Diaberville, Diaberville which is a school down here. And uh, what happened was they... Uh, he he accepted a, he took another job in Texas, paying him like thirteen thousand dollars more. You know, really can't blame him. And I think he said his girlfriend lived in Austin, so he went to Austin to be a counselor at a charter school. So I applied for his job, got an interview. They, you know, because it was in a, this was like in December, January, and because it was in the middle of a school year, they decided that it was best to go in a different direction because I had no experience and they wanted somebody to uh, who had some experience. So. That didn't work out, and then all the jobs started um, posting. I started applying. I end up okay, so I end up applying to. I end up applying to a school district. I won't say the name, but I end up uh, applying to a school district. I didn't think that I would get an interview, a callback, or anything, but I did. Went and interviewed. End up getting the job. Okay, now. I, now the school district that I'm going to work that I'm going to be at this fall. Once I accepted the job from let's just say, blue, blue school district, and then we got red school district. Red school district is where I'm gonna be working at. Okay, blue school district is blue school district. So just just try to follow me if y'all can. So blue school district is the district the school that I didn't think I had a chance, but they end up interviewing me. I get the job. Red School District. Now, I'm going to give you a brief history about Red School District and the principal. This principal offered me a job out of college to start in January with no experience, no license. He offered me a job, and I turned it down because I was scared and I wasn't ready for the commute. It's a, like a 40-minute commute. Red School District. So, three, like... Three years go by, I realized I kind of made a mistake and I should have took that job. So I kind of had messaged him like at the beginning of every school year, like, hey, y'all have a counselor job open, whatever the case may be. And he was like, no. So fast forward to a few months ago, again, I took the job at the Blue School District. They offered it to me, I took it. As soon as I took that job at Blue School District, I guess I should back up a little bit. I got offered another job to work at like a, a a nonprofit organization. I turned that job down. I turned. I got it was a case manager job. I turned that job down. Paid pretty decent. I I turned that job down and I took the job at Blue School District. As soon as I accepted the job at Blue School District, Red School District emailed me and said, "Hey, we might be having a counseling position coming open." Are you, you know, interested? And I'm just like, what? Like, what? I just, I just accepted a job. But I was just like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to put all my eggs in one bag, basket. So I'm like, yeah. So 
He's like, okay, I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep you informed. Um, and I got a friend that works at Red School District, and she was kind of just like telling me about what's going on and everything, and and, and kind of telling me like you got a real good chance of getting this job if everything uh, work works out. Like I believe one of the counselors were was transitioning or trying to transition to the assistant principal of Red of that school, and so I'm like, okay. And she just my the, my friend was just like yeah you you're gonna get this job and everything works out you just you know whatever, and I had told her I didn't tell her that I accepted a job at Blue School District I just told her like you know I do have another school uh, offering me a job. So what ended up happening is Blue School District found a post that I made on Facebook last year when George Floyd got. Uh, got murdered, got killed, and it was. Uh, I believe that they took it out of context, but it, I can see why they would maybe react the way they reacted. But um, I'm not gonna say what the post said, but I was basically calling out racist people, uh, and I'll leave it at that. So because I was calling out racist people. Blue School District rescinded their job offer. And I asked why. And the principal was like, because of this post. And she was like, we serve everybody. And I'm like, okay. Um, okay. So I like, <laughs> I wasn't like upset or anything. But my wife was like, okay, that's great. Because now... Red school district, you know they gonna give you the job, or you, you got a good chance of getting this job, and now you're not stuck with. Cause what was gonna happen was I was gonna call Blue School District and tell them that I'm I, I need to uh, rescind my acceptance. I was gonna take it away, but I didn't want to do that because I felt like I was going back on my word. So you see, I got you see how God you see how God is in the details because I I mean it sucked the way it happened, but I didn't have to do that. I didn't even have to call. They called me and took the job. So that just left me with Red School District. Now at the time at Blue School at when Blue School District rescinded the offer, Red School District haven't had uh offered me the job yet or anything. But to save a little time, uh they ended up offering me the job. I took it. Now that's where I'm gonna be. And that's probably where I, I, I've always should have been, you know what I'm saying? Be, be a counselor at a middle school. And I just feel like every, every since I like started, I feel like I've been actively, you know, trying to build a relationship with God, my family, my wife and I, you know, a lot of things that we start paying our ties to that, you know, I know how people feel about ties, but we started paying our ties and, and and just you know blessings have been happening you know blessings have been happening and you know i don't i i, I don't want to credit it all towards ties but a lot of the ogs if you listen to a lot of the older people talk they'll say pay your ties young man young woman pay your ties when you pay your ties god's gonna bless you and i kid you not when we started paying our ties man when we started paying our ties the blessing started coming in. I'll leave y'all with that. That's another part of your, like your 
your uh follow your 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 journey with Christ, following Christ will end up will take you, you know. When you become part of a church, you know, pay your tithes. Ten percent of what you earn, you know, so at FedEx I'll get paid every week. So I've been paying tithes every week, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's been like thirty, forty dollars, but I've been paying tithes every week. And, you know, I'll be making a little bit more money every month when I work when I start the job at the uh school district. So I'll, I'll be paying a little bit more in tithes. But my, my thing is with the tithes is just like I'm doing it. I see that God is being is is doing what He said He would do, and that's why I'm trying to get to y'all. So work on that relationship with God. You don't gotta be perfect. Just start. Start by praying. Start by reading a devotion. Download that app. It's free. Everything on that app is free. You ain't gotta pay for nothing. Download that app and just dive into uh dive into your blessings okay uh i hope y'all enjoyed this episode i hope y'all found it just i hope y'all found it good for you and i hope my little story didn't bore you but i just wanted to share a testimony of how uh you know once once started i once i felt like i started moving in god's will for my life which i feel like is to to be a counselor i feel like that that is opening so many more doors for myself and my and my wife you know so we'll see how it goes but I just want to encourage y'all that no matter how far away from God that you feel like you got, whatever, even if you never believed in God, like God loves you, he'll be there, he's ready for you to let him back in. And watch your life change. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Come back for the next one. Always and forever. Godspeed. Choo! You got money problems, I'm sorry. Hey. Ain't no money problems ever stop me. Never. I just treat it praying like a hobby And then I prosper to God's speed And it got me